0: Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Girls with Dogs. This is Kimberly, the blogger behind Keep the Tail Wagging. And I'm here with my dear friend, Kathy, the blogger behind Groovy Golden Doodles. And we are here once again to talk about our dogs. How you doing, Kathy?
1: Hey, listen, life is grand. Um, I'm doing great. I don't know if I'm going to survive on this um, episode. For those of you listening, Kimberly and I, sometimes if we experience... Internet issues. We turn our videos off, and it's just not the same. I mean, I love the picture she has that I'm looking at, but I can't make out because I can't look at her facial expression.
0: I know it isn't the same. It's just not right. There needs to be a better solution. One day we'll find it.
1: One day we'll figure it out.
0: Uh, (laughs) No, everything is
1: everything is good. Uh, We we kind of like zoomed into hot summer weather. Um, I mean, yesterday was 90 degrees out of nowhere. So I don't know how long this is going to last. I looked and we're going to be teetering in the high eighties for the next few days, like six or seven. Uh, we may go down to 78, like at night, but it just got hot very quickly. Um, for my dogs, there was no gradual ease into it.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: Jax has been working like a Banshee the last two weeks. Cause we're training new teams. And, um, I noticed yesterday he was like really, really panting and dragging. So not walking as much um, right now, kind of trying to stay in Mm -hmm. so they can kind of adjust. They're not due for a cut, I think, until Wednesday. And that might help a little bit. But other than that, um, everything is great.
0: Yeah, we um, Scout had his first appointment with that veterinarian that I talked about last week. It was so nice. Oh, my gosh. It was just... I look forward to going back and I think we have an appointment. I don't know if it's next week or the week after, but yeah, it was such a fantastic appointment. Um, he got his first touch of acupuncture. He did really well. We weren't sure how he was going to respond, but he loved it. Um, and he gave her two kisses, something that he never does with strangers. Nice.
1: So so yes.
0: Yeah, he, he, he did good. So we do, we are going back on Monday and, um, I think we have two more appointments immediately and then, um, a few more spaced out a little bit, but yeah, I was, it was nice because, you know, I just basically went over everything that I'm doing and she was like, yeah, you know, she was good with what I was doing and didn't have any plans to make any, you know, she made one recommendation and that was that I have his microbiome tested. So I ordered a kit from um, what's the company Animal Biome. I yeah. actually I actually reviewed them back in 2019. I did not have a good experience back then, and um, it was it was interesting because I was reviewing the, re- the review that I wrote and the emails back and forth and you know mm-hmm. the whole situation. And today it's just kind of funny because it was it was basically a situation where at some point in time we should have gotten off of email and gotten on a phone because the the misunderstandings were just amazing. I mean, the things that they were saying and and it's one of those where reading it all these years later, I was just curious what exactly did they mean. You know, there's one email where they were um the person who was emailing me was upset because I shared the details of my report in my review. Oh, really? And, and she considered that like, you know, that I didn't give them proper credit when I you know, put that in my review. And I'm like, but the review was about animal biome. How, what, what does that even mean? I didn't give you proper credit. It's obviously, this is the report that I got from you guys. Who's going to not understand that? And I think that it's like one of those, if we had gotten on a phone and had a phone conversation, I bet we would have been able to to try and understand a little better where each of us was coming from. But the emails back and forth, You can sense that I was getting increasingly upset and just offended by every single email that I got from them, and it was just like, "Okay, we're done. We're not talking anymore." (laughs) Time
1: to abort. Time to abort. Yeah, I think that from um, I think from a pet parent's perspective, you can certainly speak to just the emotional. Uh, difference when you have this type of experience, because I'm going back to the vet that you just went to, because I can hear the, the lift in your voice when you talk about Scout's first appointment and how you're looking forward to coming back. I think that that plays such an important role in terms of having that confidence not from a clinical or scientific perspective, but knowing that this is somebody that you sense right off the bat that has a genuine interest and concern for the welfare of your pet. And I think that's paramount. I don't think that that's anything a, um, a scientist can be taught. It has to just be something that's part of their genetic makeup that coupled with a degree in a specialty like canine oncology, will then just make them just an absolute awesome individual to help care for, you know, your dog when he's trying to go through an illness like cancer. So I'm really, really happy for you.
0: Yeah, I'm. I. it was such a great experience. So yeah, so I'm, I'm giving the animal biome another try because she just basically wants to look at what his microbiome looks like and if there's okay. anything that he might be missing that we can, you know, adjust his diet to make sure that his gut health is, you know, at its peak performance. And I'm kind of excited because I get an opportunity to try this service um, working with someone who understands the reports and, you know, I can walk away with a better experience um, than I did the first time. Of course, also the first time the company was brand new. So, um, you know, there's there's always that. And, you know, people have time to expand, grow. And and so I'm pretty excited about what I'm going to learn about my dog. Yes, please keep us posted. I shall.
1: Um, Well, let me tell you what I learned. Okay. About my dog. Very interesting. So remember I talked to you about probiotics. Mm -hmm. And then I was super excited because when I went to pick up some just general supplies, I noticed that primal, was selling these new fresh toppers, so they yeah. had greens, They had which you know I always buy that from a different company, but they had um, omega mussels.
0: Yes, yes, and,
1: and I really liked the fact that this was going to put the muscles into um, their diet for joint health support, um, the digestive and the you know immunity and all of that. Holy Hannah, Jax can't stand it. He won't come anywhere near the bowl. The the second time I tried to give it to them, when he saw me take it out of the refrigerator, I kid you not. Sometimes I think I need to wear one of those um, GoPros on my head because there's so many opportunities to show people what I go through sometimes Mm -hmm. that I'm missing all these opportunities. I took it out of the freezer and he left his normal position when I fixed his food and walked away. (laughs) So I don't want to throw it away because it is $12.99. I think Mm -hmm. something like that. Harley loves it. So I've been having to give Jack something different. Mm -hmm. And, um, And this is the absolute first time it ever occurred. However, I noticed that they have another flavor, which is butternut squash.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: And that has a lot of the same stuff in it. It, it has some um, apple cider vinegar, organic cinnamon, turmeric, and more ginger. Um, so I might try just a small 16 ounce of that and see if that's a more of a proud, crowd pleaser with them. Uh-huh. But, um,
0: oh, yay, she came back. I did. You miss me? It doesn't seem to matter. <laughs> I, don't th- <laughs> I don't think it matters if we have the camera on or not. Oh, and and okay. I need to see your face. All right. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes. So I tried
1: that, but, um, what I'm really excited about is I got the WinPro. Oh yeah. So thank you very much, um, for turning me on to them. Thank you very much for sharing, um, a coupon with me. I truly appreciated that. Um, I ended up getting two of the 62 canisters. Mm-hmm. So that way I have them for, I guess, 60 days. Um, but Everybody, I have decided to give both Harley and Jax two chews per day of the WinPro Allergy um, Probiotic. It's a little chewy tablet mm-hmm. and Harley loves it. I have to put it in Jackson's food, but this is for allergy relief for itchy and irritated skin. So I am going to monitor this. I do plan on writing a um, blog post, but I do want to get through at least 30 days first. Okay. Yeah. With it and, um and kind of do it on a regular basis, be um, consistent with it mm-hmm. and see um, the allergies here in this region are really bad. And this year it has been worse than ever. So if I can find a way to give them relief from, you know, scratching, I want to do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: In addition to everything else that I do, but -hmm. I want to go ahead and do that. You you use WinPro, but you don't use the allergy product. You use what, hip and joint?
0: I actually use um, several of their products. So um, their allergy, I give to Rodrigo because he has seasonal allergies. I sometimes give it to Zoe too because she'll get like a little itchy paws. And um, so the gut one, I give to a scout, And I, I give the gut one to all of them, to be honest, the hip and joint one, I mostly give to Rodrigo, but I give it to the other ones as well. And then there's a focus, which is kind of a calming one. And so that's one that I would use. I mean, it's not, to me, it doesn't do much of a difference, like on the 4th of July or anything, but when there's a a storm outside or, when we are working on the house, things like that, stress Rodrigo out. So I use that Mm -hmm. one for, um, for Rodrigo. And then there's a recovery one. So yeah, I use all of them. Um, Their recovery one I give to a scout because he's so active and he runs so hard. And um, when he's really running full out and being, have a basically a big um, fun, fun, active day, He'll get recovery at the end of the day, just to help his, you know, muscles and everything to help with repair. Now I'm noticing,
1: and this is funny, you would think that we had actually planned this, this like wrote an actual, um, skit on this. And we have not because I'm going to go right into, I noticed that they have a bundle. It's called the advanced allergy bundle Mm -hmm. and it's the allergy 60 for the allergy and, um, 60 of the gut health. Yeah. What they're saying is that sometimes with the, just the allergy probiotic, you, um, don't realize that the gut has been affected, even though you can't really see any particular symptoms. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm going to go through what I have. And if I start to see where there's some improvement, then I may just go with the bundle, Mm -hmm. um, and give, like allergy in the morning and gut health in the evening, or vice versa, or something like yeah. that. But I'm very, very interested in the um, in, in watching this progress. I, I'm.
0: I am too. I hope you have you know a similar experience that I have. I mean, with a lot of the supplements out there, I mean, very rarely. Are people going to have this, you know, very overwhelming, like oh my gosh, experience? I mean, I had that with Sydney, where f- she was literally having trouble standing up. Forty-eight hours later, she was running, jumping, surfed counter surfing, all kinds of stuff. It was I was <laughs> shocked at the improvement, and it stayed that way. It wasn't like a, a temporary improvement and then she went back again. No, she stayed that way um, until she we lost her. But um, so that's why I really love the company and. I like the idea of using the allergy and the gut health because I truly believe that if my dog's immune system is strong, and since 70 to 80% of the immune system, system lives in the gut, then their gut needs to be healthy. And having that healthy gut and that stronger immune system helps them better combat the allergy symptoms. So that's why I use them together with Rodrigo. And like what you said, Cause I give them to the dogs as treats cause they, they think they're, they're getting a little treat. So sometimes it's something in the morning. Sometimes it's something in the evening. I actually got into a good habit of it because I also use CBD oil for scout with his cancer. And then mm-hmm. for, for Rodrigo because of his arthritis, And Rodrigo, he lets me put the CBD oil on his gums. He's just like, yeah, whatever. But Scout gets, he gets this little sad, like he starts, you know, lowering his head because it's like, oh, here she comes. So I started combining the WinPro chews with it. And so now when I pull out, yeah, so when I pull out the CBD oil, he'll just sit. He doesn't put his head down or anything because he knows I'm going to give him the CBD oil and then he gets a chew. And then I'll do the CBD oil. Then he gets a chew, and so he's like super excited. And when the second I I drop the CBD oil, he's looking for the chew because it's like, yeah, where's my chew?
1: And so that worked out good. So you know, telling me confused right now. He's
0: ingesting the CBD oil. Yeah, I put it on his gums because that's the fastest way to get it to absorb into a system. And he's taking it. For relief of what? Um, to reduce inflammation and, and to kill cancer cells.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, I think one of the things before you and I even started talking about WinPro was um, I was looking at it and they kept talking about the importance of this plasma protein. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be the missing ingredient in almost everything else. Yeah. When they talk about you know how to combat these external um what's a good word for it symptoms Mm -hmm. from allergies especially environmental allergies um didn't know it came from pigs but i'm i'm okay with that um so yeah i'm i'm pretty pretty psyched about using it um but huh i never i just thought the cbd oil was used externally i didn't attribute it to yeah really yeah i don't
0: because cbd oil you know because like cbd chews um, I mean, I do have a salve that I use externally, you know, where, uh, you know, where I put it on their paws and stuff, but the actual CBD oil, um, you, I don't put it in their food. I know a lot of people like to put the CBD oil in their food. I personally think it's, you're wasting your money by putting it in their food. I put it directly into their mouth and I like to put it on their gum. So it absorbs right in their, you know, in their system right away. Tasteless odorless. Nope. It has a taste. It has an odor. Um, they, you know, it's not, I mean, it doesn't taste bad, but it doesn't taste like, you know, you know, chicken livers or anything like that. I think he would like it a lot better if it did.
1: Okay. Um, (laughs) Like that chicken liver toothpaste. Oh my God. (laughs) I remember those days. Jeez Louise. Um, did you ever tell me I'm changing subjects now. Did you ever tell me one time that one of your dogs was leash aggressive?
0: Yeah. Who was that? Rodrigo is. Rodrigo is. And um, because if if I take Rodrigo, well, he's a reactive dog. And so if we're walking and there's somebody that comes close to us with a dog or a bicycle comes next to us, he's barking and lunging on a leash and um like i i will not till this day i will not allow my dogs to greet dogs we don't know when they're on leash because of my experience with rodrigo cuz you know they get they get this heightened sense of you know they're super excited and there's something going on and they're trying to get to it but they're being stopped by the leash and before you know it, you have a dog fight happening. So I'm just like, yeah, I just tell people, I mean, I don't know if technically Rodrigo is leash aggressive. He's just a reactive dog, but I tell people he's leash aggressive just to keep people away from us. So that's the, that's the other thing. Um,
1: what really is the difference? Between reactivity and aggressive? Because aggression?
0: a reactive
1: dog may not be considered aggressive, but it can escalate to aggression.
0: Yeah. yeah. So what's the difference? Yeah. You know, I honestly don't know. We need to get a dog trainer on here, but I, uh, I honestly don't know. I I just know that when it comes, when my dogs are uh, on leash, when my dogs are free and happy, I mean, it's not like I allow my dogs to just go running up to anybody, but, um, I have found that. When, when I used to trust dog parks back in the day, when those were great places to go, um, my dogs did better when they were off leash, they were fine with other dogs. They interacted with other dogs. They did great. But if we were just walking and I allowed my dogs to basically get tangled up with other dogs as everyone's trying to sniff butts before you knew it, a fight would, you know, you start seeing the flash of teeth and maybe a low growl, and then you're trying to, um, sort of gently separate everybody. Cause you don't want to start yanking dogs back because that would escalate everything even worse. It's just, so I don't know what, if there really is a difference, if we're using it incorrectly. So if anyone listening has a really cool explanation, to, I would love to hear it.
1: Well, um, you know, all I keep hearing is, and and let me back up and say why I'm I'm asking this question. I had an incident occurred. It wasn't an incident. Let me not even say that. Um, One of the therapy dogs kind of lost it at the hospital um, this week. Mm -hmm. And it was just very unusual. Now I, we have steps in terms of how we figure out what to do new to the team, new to the hospital. So there's a whole um, laundry list of things that could have caused this. But it made me go back and, um, you know, spend some time that night with my man, Mr. Google, to try to figure out what what could have brought this on. Ironically, the dogs that this particular dog um, had a problem with, it was on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. All of these same dogs have been together on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Now The difference is that they were together outside in a park. OK. For an event. Now this dog comes across these other dogs inside in the hospital. So I'm trying to fear, feel, you know, if, um, should it have been fear? Was it, um, the trapped on the leash thing in terms of greeting doesn't apply because therapy dogs don't greet there is a two foot rule that we all must abide by where the dogs don't come any closer to each other. So that's not it. And it started from across a crowded room actually. Mm -hmm. And then when um, they were able to get the dog into control, because a dog is a therapy dog by design is not supposed to bark. And in any given situation, you're going to be able to control that to a certain extent. Now does that mean that a dog doesn't bark in the hospital? It is rare, but just because they do it, I mean that's their means of communicating. Mm-hmm. But this dog actually did um growl, lunge and bark in an aggressive manner mm-hmm. to another therapy dog. Mm-hmm. Um which was a concern of mine, so I asked them to please abort the event that we were getting ready to participate in and then we've talked and of course the policies now she's needs to go back through and do, um, you know, get reevaluated and figured out. Sometimes a dog will get through the observation and the evaluation, Kimberly, um, until you put them in the actual therapeutic working environment. And the dog Mm -hmm. is like, hey, I didn't sign up for this. I don't want to do this. (laughs) The human, you know, the handler through the evaluation and the observation knows that that's what they're, ultimate goal is, but the dog doesn't. And so we have to find out, is this the right setting for the dog? It may or may not be. But my thing is, I've been around this dog and I've watched this dog. I've observed this dog. And two days before, this dog was fine. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, um, you know, Thursday, it was an entirely different animal. So that's what made me start looking. And I thought, okay, everybody talks about what aggression looks like. Nobody talks about where it comes from, how it starts.
0: Yeah, well, and that's that's what's so interesting is because um, just following dog trainers and seeing the messages that they you know they deliver when it comes to understanding our dogs, it's really maybe take a step back and look at my dogs as a, as a whole. So if they're like, for instance, if Rodrigo and Apollo get into it it's not just about, okay, they had, they butted heads and they got into it. It's about what led up to that. And it's kind of hard because, you know, when you're not expecting something to go wrong, you're not really paying attention to what's happening around your dog. But um, unfortunately, that's just something that we have to start doing, you know, as pet parents is really looking at the environment that our dogs are in trying to understand their body language. If they're trying to tell us that, Hey, I'm not comfortable right now because, you know, I remember, um, you know, as part of, of rescue years ago, um, someone had a puppy and they wanted to return the puppy for being aggressive and the puppy was just being a puppy. And they didn't understand that. I think they thought that they would get a puppy and the puppy wouldn't chew or bite or growl or bark or anything like that. The puppy does do that. And they thought it it was aggression. And, you know, the executive director of our rescue um, explained that, no, this is just puppy behavior. They still didn't want anything to do with it. So we took the puppy back. But um, it was interesting to me because I think a lot of times people don't really understand body language. They don't understand, you know, that dogs will try and, well, they're communicating their discomfort. But what we as humans, we're, we're used to seeing, like, if we think our, our dog is upset or unhappy, we're waiting for a growl or, you know, or maybe even like they try to remove themselves from a situation and it could be just like, they turn their head away. So it's like, I can't leave the room, but I'm going to turn my head away and disengage. I'm going to put my tail down. We're looking for these overt signs when you know they've been telling us all along that hey I'm not comfortable and then it, it escalated to something that was a little more aggressive um, or just all out aggressive where and then then we say oh my god that just came out of the blue when did it or were we just not paying attention and and I, I agree with you and I stand with you on absolutely
1: everything you said but none of that is applicable to what I experienced.
0: Yeah.
1: So we come in. You got four dogs sitting. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: One was laid out snoring. (laughs) Okay. And the distance had to have been 30, 50 feet. And as soon as the other dog saw the the four dogs, there was that barking and pulling. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: She immediately sat down and calmed him down. She brought him over to where we were but now we're across a, a room We're against one wall, she's against another wall. And, and actually it was me. I got up with Jax to walk towards the elevator and um, you know, my Spicoli doesn't even pay other dogs attention, <laughs> you know, doing his, his never ended story kind of, you know, walk. <laughs> and, and um, you know, this dog just lost it.
0: And, was it, was it excitement at seeing other dogs and wanting to play? So
1: here's the thing for a therapy dog that it doesn't matter. That doesn't occur. Yeah. This doesn't happen. There's it just, that doesn't come into play. It just doesn't happen
0: yeah.
1: uh, again. Um, these dogs understand that they, they don't even, it's, it's mind boggling to put all these dogs in one environment and nobody is no tails are wagging, nobody's barking, nobody's trying to even play. They, they understand that they're working. And so that's the, that's the mindset. And we can do parades, we can ride elevators together. There's no pulling or trying to even kiss, pump, you know, nothing. So for me to get up to walk and not even walk past them, I wasn't even thinking that this was going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the part that was so mind-boggling. I'll keep you posted
0: yeah. because
1: we're going to figure it out. And again, yeah. at the end of the day, um, if we find out that this is going to be problematic, then we, we have to part ways. I'm hoping that the evaluator is going to be able to help the handler mm-hmm. in terms of identifying what the problem is. But I just wanted to ask you, because I remembered you told me somebody was aggressive. Was yeah it.
0: right? I mean, why the,
1: you tried not to be in those open parks and stuff because you mm-hmm. used to people with the bike trail.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I the stories I just could remember the dog.
0: Yeah, it's Rodrigo. He, I mean, the thing about Rodrigo is, I I've learned that you know he gets himself so worked up and so excited. So if I were to take him, like you know, you can you're not supposed to. They have signs on the door, but people bring their dogs into Home Depot all the time. And um, I could not take Rodrigo into Home, Depot. Wait, you can't bring a dog into Home Depot. Stop, stop. You can't bring your dog into Home Depot. There's signs on here on the Home Depot because I've, I've always done it and I've seen other people do it. And I think it was in um, 2020 because I, we were, you know, people talking about socialization and, and stuff and and I walked into Home Depot and just looked at the thing and they have the the sign on the door, like, you know, service dogs only type of thing. They have that on the door. But I see people bringing their dogs in Home Depot all the time. I mean, they don't they don't. I haven't ever been stopped and I haven't heard of anyone being stopped and questioned about it.
1: Yeah, because I always do. That's why I just thought that was universal.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it's I mean, I can understand why they would have the sign on the door because they don't want to be held liable if something goes wrong, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, they've never, I've never been stopped, but I couldn't, I wouldn't feel comfortable taking him to, um, Home Depot because he would get super, he would get super overworked because, you know, like he gets so excited and stuff. And then he just starts going a little crazy. Um, but if I took him for a long walk first, you know, even if it was just like 30, 40 minutes, just to tamp down that excess energy, mm-hmm. then he would be fine. And, you know. Isn't it
1: amazing the different personalities that your dogs have? Yeah. Even if they're, and they're growing up in the same house, they have the same humans around them. They're eating pretty much the same diet, um, but they are their own. I don't want to say their own person, but they're their own dog.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, how I react and respond to each dog, I know, I know exactly who I can take, where, how they're going to respond and all of that. But, you know, cause like Apollo, when I, when I take my dogs outside, I have to keep an eye on Apollo because the first thing he's going to want to do is if he catches us a whiff of, of something he's off. And so I have to keep an eye on him because I know I have a little bit to basically remind him stay in the yard. Um, you know, Scout is going to stay close to me because he's going to want to see that I'm throwing balls for him. Um, Rodrigo wants a ball. He doesn't really want me to throw, to play fetch. He just wants me to throw him a ball. And then he's just going to run around in circles with the ball in his mouth. Zoe's completely uninterested. She wants to just basically come up and say, thanks for letting me outside. And then she's off to go find something. I don't know what she's looking for, but she's looking for something. And that is why I'm glad we have five acres, but it's hard to have all four dogs outside together because they're not all for doing the exact same thing they're doing. And so they acres.
1: don't travel in all of this acreage in a pack.
0: Uh-uh. no. Nope. I mean, we sort of stay in the same area because I, I try to keep everyone within eyesight, but yeah, they're all doing different things. And now that the sun's out, um, It'll be easier now with the sun out because Rodrigo will lay down first in the sun. Zoe will eventually come and join him. Apollo will then come and join the three of them. And then it's just me and Scout and Scout's me throwing a ball for Scout. That's the easiest time. Oh,
1: man. I don't know (laughs) why I just thought that they were just going to be, you know, traveling around looking for rabbits.
0: No. the only, they they will, if there's an animal, they they killed a bird this week. I found the carcass in the yard. So, um, so that's the big thing is that Apollo tries to kill birds before they can fly away. So that sucks. But otherwise, no, they don't. The only time they're actually all together is when they're in the house or when they're in their yard. But otherwise, they're just off doing their own thing. Sometimes two will split up. So sometimes it's Rodrigo and Zoe walking around. Um, it'll be scouting, Apollo swimming in the pond. But for the most part, yeah, they're just doing their own thing. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, but I right. do, I agree. I think it's fun just getting to know their own personalities and knowing what they can and, you know, what, you know, who loves to go to the vet. Two of my dogs love going to the vet. They don't like getting, you know, blood drawns and stuff, but they love just having people to pay attention to them. The other two dogs are like, nope, this is where they stick me with things. I don't like this place. Oh Lord. (laughs) And yeah. And so it's stressful that the holistic vet that I'm taking scout to, she, um, practices out of her home. So it doesn't have that clinic smell and it doesn't have a bunch of people around. So it was a lot easier for scout to settle down and relax. I said, that's probably why
1: he enjoyed himself. He thought he was, he just said, Hey, I just went to go visit another human friend.
0: Yeah. That was all that was about. It was so sweet. Cause I, I mean, he, he, gave her one kiss and we're like, oh, well, look at that. And then he gave her like during the acupuncture, he leaned over and gave her another kiss. And we're like, okay, he likes her. It was, it was really fun. So So, um, are these things, are these sessions covered with your insurance? They are, but I am paying out of pocket for them because I'm saving my insurance for the bigger ticket items. So, um, because it's, it's, the sessions aren't very expensive. Okay. And since chemotherapy is very expensive, I'm just running the chemo through my pet insurance. But yeah, I could um, run this through my pet insurance. Okay. It's amazing because, you know, 20 years ago, if I would have said, I'm taking my dog to acupuncture, the pet insurance company was like, we're just going to cancel you right now.
1: (laughs) 20 years ago, you wouldn't have been saying, I'm taking my dog. I know
0: exactly. Okay.
1: You wouldn't say that. As I am looking for a um, professional canine masseuse, just because we talked about it and I wanna just go ahead and experience it. Although my husband will just have an absolute conniption (laughs) because he'll say, damn it, I could do this. But I wanna see, because Harley is so responsive to it when we do it, Mm -hmm. I can only imagine what it's gonna look like or feel like to him to have somebody do it who knows what the heck they're doing. Mm -hmm. so um i'm still looking into that i think that's going to be a nice treat for him um watching the boys personalities i've noticed with jack's now pretty much my full-time office companion um harley has adjusted to that now Mm -hmm. Uh, he doesn't even bother to come to the door when we get ready to leave but what he's appreciating is while jack's literally works for kibble um <laughs> harley is at home chilling i mean he has his choice of which bed he wants <laughs> he's just living the lap of luxury so l- when we get home Jax is exhausted and harley with his little 13 year old ass he just now just jumps all over <laughs> and- <laughs> back to death. <laughs> he's like, Just do with me what you want, man, because I'm exhausted. So he kind of has his way with him. But for the most part, um, if we go out and if they're out without a leash, I don't do dog parks either. You know that. Um, but if I'm there's an open grassy area, I have a tendency to keep Harley on the leash um, because Harley is not Leash aggressive, but Harley does this thing on and off a leash, which I've never been able to understand. So he comes up to you, you know, you all sniff, y'all sniff butts and every other um, body part and stuff, and the tail's wagging. But it's almost like Harley then has to give you this like hearty bark, not a playful bark, but a um, God, don't let me like imitate him. But you get it right. Just like a bar and and it's for no reason. And it doesn't matter if it's a big dog or a small dog, mm-hmm. it always catches the owner off guard and then it frightens the dog.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm explaining and apologizing for something that I don't even know what it is. So my whole thing has just been, and again, you don't have to be on or off a leash. If the other owner understands and doesn't do anything, mm-hmm. Then after he barks, then they just get to playing. But their first response is to go protect their dog. And I get that. Yeah. Um, and then like before COVID and I got back into the therapy work and all of that, I just, we, there was just no reason to have them interact with other dogs because they interact with each other. So I wouldn't know what would happen if Harley or Jacks even got up close to another dog at this point. I just don't because they don't do it.
0: Yeah. My dogs, I don't, I, yeah, I don't let my dogs, it's not about letting really, I just don't have opportunities really for my dogs to interact with other dogs. And since I have four dogs, I feel like we're fine. I mean, ultimately I I've had people tell me, you know, you should have, you know, better socialize your dogs. And I, I agree. I should have, but you know, we're, we are who we are and oh. um, my dogs are doing good. Oh, listen. Hmm.
1: listen, <laughs> listen, Linda, Linda, listen.
0: I really like these new microphones.
1: Do you really? Yes, I do. <laughs> You're my idol right now. So you, you had me buy um a case of yum yum sweet potatoes.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my God. Game changer. Yeah. Ching ching. So you can't tell me nothing. I almost want to do this and send it to you because I have the magic touch. Um, so I take my generic steamable um, broccoli, cauliflower, and carrots, and then I emulsify that after they've steamed. Then I add a half a can of what? The num-num, yum-yum-num-num. Something what is like it? That. Something like that. <laughs> oh, well, wait a minute.
0: If we're going to give them- canned pump, sweet potato. I just, or I know it's organic canned sweet potato. I just- Yum-yum um, <laughs> can- I'll talk, you you look it
1: up. Yum, yum canned sweet potatoes, organic from, I got them from Chewy.com. I got a case and I use a half a can with a bag of the vegetables and I mix it all up.
0: It's called nummy tum. No, it's not. I'm looking at it. Nummy tum tum, pure organic sweet potato canned dog and cat food supplement.
1: Okay, that's what it is. Nummy tum
0: tum. I don't like that name nummy tum-tum yeah nummy tum-tum
1: well that's what it is and I couldn't remember (laughs) it but I knew it was something we'll put a link on the um on the site but um yes they are loving it absolutely loving it and it's the best thing ever for them um so right now that's that's our kick we get that a tablespoon a heaping tablespoon of that in the evening and we're still doing our breakstone cottage cheese in the morning.
0: Nice. Nice.
1: Yeah. With our food. But yeah, I got this down to a science. It's got just the right consistency. The natural water and the juices from the carrots are in there. Hot damn. Don't let me get even sexy and add a piece of fruit up in that camp. Yep. 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 <laughs> I'm loving life. I haven't started putting any kind of like bone broth or anything in there because I don't need the protein. I just need the veggies.
0: Yeah. 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 It's just I my dogs love it. I mean, I just I I got both of them. I got the, the sweet potato and the pumpkin. They seem to prefer the sweet potato over the pumpkin. I don't give it that often, but I do give it as a tr- I usually give it as a treat. As a treat? Yeah. As a cute
1: treat. We have mango for dessert tonight. Mm. I know. Um I backed off of the dairy whip mm-hmm. since we're doing the cottage cheese.
0: Oh, good idea.
1: Yeah. Harley and I had to have a long
0: discussion. (laughs) I think I'm going to do the same thing today is um, get some fruit and some cottage cheese and make a little um, dessert for the dogs.
1: Oh, were you making fun of me on Facebook last week? That's what I wanted to discuss with you. (laughs) Yes. When you put something out there and you said, "Um, I know my meals are not as exciting as some people I know. I said, oh, She's throwing shade on me. It was no, right not here. you. There are people right after we talked
0: about, um, my no. menu that I'm still waiting for you to put together. I know I need to put together that menu. Um, no, they, there's the, I follow a lot of people on Instagram that post their dogs meals and they make these gorgeous meals where, you know, everything is organized so you can see all the ingredients and that's important. And, and it's just these gorgeous meals. And I'm, I have tried to do that, and I, I'm not always successful, but every now and then, um, I usually just feed my dogs, but every now and then, as I'm feeding my dogs, I'll look down and be like, oh my God, this meal is gorgeous, and I'll just take a picture of it and post it on the social media, but it is, there are people who, they their meals for their dogs look like they're pet photographers, or not pet food photographers, where well, so I'm, it I'm going so to, perfect.
1: I just gonna to talk to you. I want you to take this picture. Y'all have to look at this picture that Kimberly put on Facebook on May 19th at 826 <laughs> <laughs> p.m. So the refrigerator looks like something from one of those health food stores.
0: <laughs> that free is that a freezer? What is it the video I did? No, it's just a
1: picture. But I mean it is jam-packed with stuff with these different colored post-its.
0: Oh yeah, right here. Yeah. I have to put the post-its on it so I can see what's in it. What's WCR? Um Wild Coast Raw.
1: Okay. But you should see the stuff in here. It looks like you're waiting for Armageddon. <laughs> and then you'll be ready. For my dogs. Huh? <laughs> for my dogs. Well, I mean, push kind of shove. You can cook this stuff and still eat it. Okay. So you got like 67 (laughs) things of quail. And then I see see enough ducks to fill a large pond.
0: What's that green stuff down there? That's um, green tripe and beef organs. Yeah, well, there's not a cow walking around your town, <laughs>
1: cause you got one, two, three drawers full of that. Now yeah. you froze some stuff in some mason jars. What's that? The dark stuff?
0: Yeah, those are, those are blueberries. Organic so blueberries. Something I can relate to. So that's something that I'll I'll thaw those out um, this summer to um, give to the dogs. What's in the bags next to the blueberries? Cauliflower. So I, um, cause then there's some, a few bins of mixed vegetables and stuff. And so on days when I fast, my dog, so all of this stuff belongs to the dog. Yep. All of it's for the dogs.
1: Because Lee was telling me the other day, I said, why didn't, did you eat? He said, no. And I said, well, why not? And he said, because Kathy, I, some of this stuff, I don't understand what it is. And I think it's the dog food. I'm not eating it. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do
0: with it. And I was like, please, really? <laughs> My dogs have we have freezers in the garage for them, and then our freezers in the house,
1: yeah, see there we go <laughs> I, I um just find that to be just fascinating absolutely fascinating
0: yes, I like to have my little organized freezer of all my stuff I have food um a company called real mill um pet food they sent me some turkey recipe and they actually sent me this really cool blend. I like that one the best. That was nice. I like it when people send me food, um, especially, well, I shouldn't say I like it when people send me food. I like it when I get an opportunity to try a new raw food brand and it's, it it makes me jealous that I can't feed them all the time. And that's how I feel about this brand is because they're on the East coast. So it'd be too expensive for me to have their food shipped over here But it's always nice because there's so many, when I first started feeding raw, there there weren't a whole lot of companies out there that were offering raw that I saw. There were probably tons of little small companies that I'd never heard of, but it was kind of hard to find, you know, what I needed for my dogs. But now it just seems like there's so many opportunities and, you know, so much variety out there. And it's kind of cool.
1: So I think that's really, really Good. (laughs) I want you to have variety. I like variety. Variety is important. It is important. Very important. So um, congratulations. We
0: have 4,500 downloads now. Yes, we did. Um, I I really appreciate it too. We're getting um, a lot of really great feedback on the podcast, which I, I appreciate. And I like the stuff that people... You know, have to say the things that they have to share along with it. Does that mean we have a comment today? We do not have a comment today. <laughs> I'm i sitting here stalling as I'm talking, trying to look for a comment, and I just yeah. I thought that that was
1: going to be a lead in. It was going to be, but it's like the comment wasn't coming
0: fast enough. Oh, I was just not happy. Yeah, we haven't we we I know ooh, we haven't gotten a comment. Mm. Oh, that was such a great lead-in. I know it was. It would have been a really amazing That's That's the music. So no, we didn't get a comment on our last podcast. Oh. Episode 37. Oh, no. No. Okay, well. I usually go, because everyone, I usually go to YouTube and I pull the comments from YouTube because that's the easiest. Yes.
1: Nothing, huh? All right. I don't have one. Well, we just uh, strive for more. You know. So somebody out there, sent us a comment. We we don't get paid. So
0: we just, we love
1: the comments.
0: But I do have a shout out. <clears throat> and shout Who's out goes to, goes to my baby brother who works for PetSmart. And the PetSmart corporate office has these, <clears throat> like these days where you can buy stuff. Usually employees can buy stuff for super cheap. So you can buy a bin of pet toys for $5. So he bought me a bin of pet of dog toys for five dollars, so I'm going to go and open that up and um, take pictures of it <clears throat> today. Oh, I'm excited really to see what's sweet. in it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm more than positive that the toys will be um, won't be as as sturdy as I like for my dogs. Oh, but goodness. I kind of sometimes I like to get you know one thing I'll do is I'll go to PetSmart. I haven't noticed them doing this in years, but they used to have a clearance bin in the back. What? Mm-hmm. And I would just go and buy a bunch of toys, you know, for a dollar for two dollars out of the clearance bin. And then I didn't care if the dogs tore them up because they came out of the clearance bin.
1: We still um, have them. They're in the front and they're in the big um the big huge cardboard boxes, like mm-hmm. the ones that are like four feet tall. Yeah, like yeah. Wide. Yeah, and they're just down there. And you're right, because they're not
0: gonna last, they're good for about 48 hours. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, you know, I mean, I I Think in a perfect world, you don't want your dog destroying things. But and I mean some people think that, oh, well, it teaches them that it's okay to destroy things. That actually hasn't been my experience. My dogs seem to understand which toys are okay to destroy and which toys, you know, because I we have a whole big old toy box full of stuffed toys that they don't destroy. They just play with them. So yeah,
1: it's not Jack's is only after the squeakers. Yeah. And um, and that's it. So, but yeah. Well,
0: that's good.
1: That's yeah. really nice of him. Is this the brother that I met in Arizona? Yes. Oh, yeah. well, that's really sweet.
0: Yeah. So I, was really excited. Sweet. I, yeah, I texted him and said, thank you for the toys. I was like, I haven't opened it yet because I'm waiting for a sunny day to open the box. And I was like, and yes, it does matter. And he just said, well, I guess I'll hear from you in about a month when it stops raining there but it stopped raining today. Okay, Danny, it's not raining right now. All right. Okay, we'll see. There we go. All right. <laughs> well, say
1: good night, Gracie. So you can go outside and play before the rain comes. Good night,
0: Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe next week, I'll um, have some news about the animal biome. I have to go and walk my dog because I have to take a poop sample. It's going to be a It's a nastiness that I have. Oh no! But you, do you have the poop sample thingamajiggy? Well, they have, they bring you, they give you rubber gloves and all the stuff that you have to do. Oh no, I have a thing that that the vet gives me. So you don't come in contact with it. Huh, that's nice. I don't know. I haven't, I just got the box today. So I haven't opened it yet. So I'll see what, what. Oh, I can't wait. Let's discuss this. So I have to, I want blow by blow. I think today is too late for me to get a poop sample today, Um, but I think I'll have to take them for a long walk maybe this evening and see if I get lucky, but definitely tomorrow. The poop will come out (laughs) tomorrow. (laughs) Let your bottom dollar
1: that... Gracie.
0: (laughs) Why do I think that's going to be a snippet? I set myself up. I did, I did. I didn't do snippet last week. I Oh, but I feel that so this week I gotta I gotta catch up on snippet. I gave
1: you snippet material yes, just now.
0: Yes, I did. gave you
1: snippet material.
0: Well, I yelled goodnight, Gracie, in the middle of it, so I should have done that.
1: That's okay. It's fine.
0: <laughs> okay. Bye, girl. Okay. Talk to you later, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs>